Hello, and welcome to the Cash News Podcast, informative conversations about all things currency and cash. We'll share insights on the issues affecting the world of cash today, like cash security, payments technology, and the cash supply chain. Your hosts, Tom Meehan and Sean Ferrari, hope to inform industry professionals and support better cash security and management by sharing the latest information on trends, strategies, and technology. This is the Cash News Podcast. Now, here's Tom and Sean. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the premiere episode of the Cash News Podcast, where we talk about everything surrounding currency and cash. My name is Tom Meehan. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer with Control Tech, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Ferraro. Sean, say hello to everyone. Hey, everybody. I'm Sean Ferrari, the Global Cash Product Director with Currency Research. I'm really thrilled to be partnering with with Tom and and Control Tech on this podcast, where, as Tom said, we're going to kind of jump into anything and everything uh, cash and currency. Currency. So it should be a good series. Yeah, and, and we'll do um, a pretty regular podcast and we're looking forward to having guests. And as I said, while it's a super broad topic, we're really, really excited to bring everybody in from the banking world, whether it be uh, big banks, central banks, uh, cash and transit folks, uh, really everybody that has to do with cash. Well, I'm sure we'll have some retailers on here and I'm sure we'll have you know some folks that are coming up with really great technical solutions. Sean, man, it, I know we've been talking about this, I think for three years now. 2020 was a wild year. What do you think related to cash? What are some of the things that you think are going to come out of 2021 based on what occurred in 2020? Yeah, I think everybody, you know, what, what we've heard as we've been talking to to the folks that we engage with and our, our various uh, webinars and virtual stuff we've done over the past year, everybody definitely took 2020 as a time to do some, some reflection as well as some reaction, right? I mean, there was a lot to react to in terms of how the payment systems evolving and how cash is evolving, but there's also that big question mark out there, which is, you know, what changes are here to stay and what not. There was obviously the push by some to some retailers, even governments and some countries around the world to push away from cash a little bit from a safety standpoint, a health and safety standpoint. Some of that was obviously a, a bit of an overreaction uh, and and we'll see how much of that sticks and how much of it doesn't. But there was that initial push. I think a lot of the recycling companies out there, currency recycling companies definitely took some opportunity there to help position some of their products in terms of making the cash cycle more efficient and less touch type options that are out there, which has been exciting. So I think from the central bank thing that that we've heard is really a lot of work done on that whole health and safety piece. You know, central banks aren't particularly great at lobbying for cash, nor nor should they be. That's not a place they're they're typically in. You know, they want to provide different payment systems and make them usable for everybody. But I, I think this was for a challenging year for them too in just trying to figure out how do you keep cash out there for those that need to use it. There's definitely a segment of the population that will choose to or will need to always use it. Those are some of my, my thoughts. I, I don't know. What, what about you? Have, from the control tech side or, or different conferences or events you've been at, what have you heard in terms of what's happened this past year? Yeah, definitely kind of the same stuff. For one, everybody was kind of riding the wave of what's next. And um, I know that we worked together on both the last virtual event that you hosted, which was great. And we actually talked about kind of the fear of cash and some of the cash trends, as well as uh, with, I think, one of your sister organizations. I, I spoke about that in the APAC region and globally. There was kind of this what to do with money, right? Like money is dirty and it kind of goes back to that old anthem. And even though there was a lot of scientific data that supported it, it changed the way the consumer shopped globally. While I'm saying that out loud, we also know that 
there are multiple, and this is a fact, not a statement, there are multiple things to provide that cash usage is not down. It was actually up. And, you know, that could be some of that risk, you know, pull all my money out of the bank and put it under the mattress piece for sure. But I know that in February and March, when this really occurred, there was this concern of whatever he was going to do. And this huge spike, almost unimaginable spike of money moving out of banks. And then there was this lull. And then it, it kind of went back to the peak and, you know, certainly the coin shortage. And I, 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 when I say coin shortage, I always want to say, is it really a coin shortage or is it more of the way we're moving money? And so definitely, definitely hearing that. And we're still seeing and, and hearing consumer behavior changing related to cash. And now it's this really odd kind of swing one way or another where some folks went digital because they were afraid of germs. And other folks went all cash because they were saying like, no, I want to hold on to my money. I want to count it. I want to know where it is and paid with it. So that's definitely going to play a role for the next several years, if not forever. You know, I think the new norm is a, is a statement that you don't hear as much anymore because people realize that it's more about an evolution and where, you know, what occurs. So that's definitely a topic that I know that we'll have some guests that are a lot smarter than me on here talking about because I know a lot of people are in it. I think your your point about you know folks with recyclers and things of those natures really it's about making sure that the end users, whether it be a bank, whether it be a CIT or a retailer or anybody, having the technology available to collect the cash and the means that the consumer wants to do it. I mean that's the reality today. And um, you know I was again with you and with someone else we talked about cryptocurrency and digital currencies and it was kind of like it's not going away maybe a few years ago everybody thought it was going away so now it's what does it really mean for everything in my opinion crypto and digital are just another form of payment it's not that you know they're going to be the next big wave and it's going to take things away it's kind of the evolution of what we see so couldn't agree with you more so you you and i always get to see each other at events so that's, that's just, so, I mean, being in the business of really helping drive information through networking events, what are some of the big plans you have? I mean, I can't wait to get to get out in November and, and see folks and be one-to-one, but what do you have on the calendar and what are you looking to do next? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a, as everyone knows, a, a journey this year, right? And we got some hybrid plans and some, some virtual plans in, in the meantime, but, you know, we are definitely targeting that last quarter of the year to get people back together. And what we're hearing everywhere is people are just particularly in the North American market are, are really just kind of chomping at the bit to get out there. And, and the momentum seems to be going in that direction with different places and states opening up and vaccine rollout going pretty well. We're very, very hopeful and, and we're getting some good feedback. We're going to start over in actually Amsterdam, which uh, for the North American audience might not help too much, but it will be a hybrid event. That's the future of events, we think, for the foreseeable future anyway, is going to be this hybrid option where it's in-person and virtual to allow some flexibility. So we're going to start over in Amsterdam in November and then San Diego in December, uh, those first or the second week of December. So we're we're really kind of looking forward to that and talking about all these things that that we're, we're talking about here and continuing that discussion in person. Because the things we've seen on the virtual front is that the virtual platform is great for information delivery, educational content, updates, 
some one-on-one -on -one conversation uh, works well, but as soon as you try to do a, a major networking event, you have some issues. <laughs> um, it's just not a great networking solution. People get pulled off to do different things, do email. It's hard to get kind of that good natural flow that you get at a cocktail hour or in between sessions or out in an exhibit area. And we want to make sure we can get that going. We think we'll start kind of regionally with these events and then hopefully early next year, uh, we've got plans for our larger global events again where we can get folks together globally. A little time still for those. Yeah, I'm certainly looking forward. I, I wish I could go to Amsterdam. I don't think that, that that's going to work. So <laughs> it'll be virtual, um, but definitely we'll, you know, barring that there's no major covert event, we'll, you know, we'll see each other in December. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, you know, I went from traveling literally every week and, and presenting every month somewhere around the world to holistically virtual. And I mean, globally virtual is obviously different all different times a day, but we just don't have long attention spans. We're kind of in this digital realm where we're, we have a million distractions. And I, I will tell you that virtual events, I'm always impressed and delighted when I'm speaking virtually and people actually are even in the room. Whether or not they're listening or not, I'm always wondering. But then when I hear questions, I'm like, wow, this is great. But I think we're all kind of in this mix of getting back to the way it used to be to some degree. I couldn't agree with you more on that. I think the hybrid methodology makes sense because it allows for, you know, a lot more depth of people that just can't travel for one reason or another. Sometimes it's just restrictive. I know that, um, and it happens every year and we still manage to get to currency research and all your shows because they're our favorite, but there's always another show at the same time. There's no way that, you know, that there's not something that occurs. So I think that hybrid approach really allows people to be flexible and be a part of it. So I'm certainly looking forward to that. And for the listeners that are listening, you know, we'll, we're definitely going to have guests out there. And I mean, um, this is really the premiere issue or episode that you'll hear so if you have a topic that you want to discuss, you can reach out to Sean or myself. We'll have a contact information in the bio. Please like, subscribe, uh, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. And by all means, reach out if you have any suggestions, comments. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, suggestions, comments for topics. Uh, also, if you're interested in joining us on one of these and speaking, by all means, shoot us a note about that too. We'd love to love to have you. And it's really an, an open forum we want to have here with on, on all topics and whoever wants to, to talk about something. It's uh, definitely issues focused and that's what we want to bring to light, especially in this time that we can't get together. And even when we can get together, I think Tom and I's hope for this is that it's kind of a channel that continues the dialogue and continues the topics between times that we do get together. One of the interesting things too, Tom, you mentioned the, the hybrid nature and some of the benefits of that. One thing we want to explore too is like, how do we use that to even expand the reach going forward of this? I mean, it, it's great to be at these events uh, for the, the primary decision makers and networking, which is what we love them for. But they're also great training opportunities. And as, as we all know, it's expensive to bring folks to, you know, not just for the cost of the event, but travel and hotel and, and, and everything, it adds up. And with the hybrid model, you can, you know, still send your couple folks and still include a lot of other other people potentially for training. So we think there's, you know, maybe some, as with all, all change, there's probably, you know, extra benefits that pop up. I think you, what you said, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, anytime you can get more people involved, it's better. And it isn't just about the cost of the event. It's really getting the person point A to point B and then the travel time and all those things. So I, I think the hybrid model will allow for a lot more interaction. It's just going to be different. I think that's what we were talking about before. It's not things are going away. Things are going to change. And we've proved that humans are very resilient, but you know, the people that can be in person will be in person 
person and people that can't will still have an option to participate. And I echo your thought of the whole purpose of this podcast is to keep kind of a stream of information available for folks that are interested in currency and cash. And that could be in the academic world, that could be in the traditional business world, and also could be media just listening out there to see what's going on. So super excited. I can remember when we thought about this and, and how long it takes to get things to go. So I can't wait to get on with the next one. And um, please, please, please feel free to reach out if anything comes up. Likewise, look forward to chatting with you again, Tom, in a week or so. Whatever guests we have along the way, it should be a fun ride. Thanks for listening to the Cash News Podcast. We hope you found this episode insightful. Don't forget to like and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter, and be sure to visit us at thecashnews.com to stay up to date with the latest on the world of cash. Thanks again for listening to the Cash News Podcast.